In these times of uncertainty. During this time of great uncertainty. During these uncertain times. During these uncertain times. In uncertain times. In uncertain times. Uncertain times. Unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. Welcome to Marketing Murder Mysteries. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Joining me as they do every week, the team from Millennium Agency. Hello, Linda Fineris, CEO and Chief Strategist. Hello, Michael Graham. And the very concerned about you, Rob Atkinson, Managing Director. Rob, in these uncertain times, are you okay? I'm fine. How are you doing, Michael? Actually, I talked to Linda. You, <laughs> you should be a little more worried, quite frankly. Uh, advertising and marketing pros see it all the time. Brands getting killed in the marketplace, sometimes due to their own miscalculations, sometimes by events beyond their control. We talk about that a lot lately. There are a lot of things out of your control right now. The pandemic has forced companies to lay off marketing staffs, slash ad budgets, and stop networking events. It's been tough to market during the lockdown. Fortunately, there's hope on the horizon. Some states are starting to allow businesses to reopen. And that means for the first time in months, you will start having some control about when and how you bring your business back online. You're going to hear the case from our marketing detectives and then hand down your own verdict. This week, we discuss making your COVID comeback and what you need to do today to restart your marketing so that you don't kill your brand. So, Rob and Linda, where is the typical company, in your opinion, who has essentially shut down their marketing during the past six to eight weeks? Rob, you want to take that? I think we have sure. some so good examples. Right. So it's really interesting in that it varies. So, for example, if you're talking about restaurant chains, they're not doing anything because they're shut down. You're talking you know, let about. Me ask that uh, I didn't ask a question very well. So okay. Let me do that again. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. So, Rob and Linda, we've all heard the ads and seen the ads that the few companies still advertising are doing, and they all have that same theme of, you know, uh, in these uncertain times and we're here for you, et cetera. But broadly speaking, where are, where is the business community? Have they been frozen? Have they been in deep freeze? What what are what are the conditions on the ground as people come out? of the business lockdowns and start looking at doing uh, business as usual again? Yeah, I would say they're Han Solo and Carbonite for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up in the air, totally frozen, waiting for the thaw. You know, it, it is tough. Um, even those companies that are advertising and saying, we're here for you, which is a smart move, doesn't necessarily want you to go necessarily tomorrow, run out and buy a car. Or whatever they're they're suggesting, you know, that they're there for you uh, in times of need. It really is more of that feel good brand enhancing commercial, um, you know. And I think that's going to have to take a quick pivot to what tactics they're going to need to reopen, and and also just some of the making sure that what they're doing is making sense in a in a COVID world. You know, Linda, usually when a client says, I don't want to advertise my budget, you know, cut, 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 whatever, there's, you know, it's oftentimes people in the marketing business greet with skepticism because they're just thinking you just want it to be for free or whatever. But you can't argue with a company right now that's saying, look, we're surviving off of PPP loans. We're trying to keep right. as many as our staff employed. We do have to make cuts. Are there some smart things that businesses can do as they're, you know, waiting for the economic engine to start firing again, to get their name out, to, to, to do, to accomplish some of the goals that marketing can accomplish. 
Yes, there there are definitely things that companies can do. I mean, some of these companies have literally shut down, but other ones are in business, but maybe they're just kind of, you know, working at a, like a half a cylinder. And if that's, you know, whatever the case may be, it's important to keep your name out there in areas that are low or no cost, like social media is a good example. It's a great example where you can continue to push your messaging out um, through whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, so on and so forth. But it's just an effort to keep your name out there. And you can put small dollars behind that in order to pay for advertising. So you can build, continue to build an audience, continue to be in front of other either consumers or companies to do that. So that, that's just one example. And I think another example is public relations. And I think Rob can speak to that as well. Yeah, and I uh, let me just say that um, according to eMarketer, Facebook saw a seventy percent increase in usage of all its apps in the month of March. So more and more people are turning to these apps to keep them entertained, connected, and informed. And there really is a great opportunity to get your name out there. Um, in terms of you know PR, there's a lot of things they can do um, to make sure that they are getting their message out in the right way. And before I get to that, though, you know, we really, you know, I think the most important thing is before they even move to PR, they should really be checking for the low hanging fruit, Michael. So a lot of these businesses are too busy usually just to take the time to even look at things like their Google uh, listing to make sure that, you know, it actually makes sense in a COVID world. Are your hours upright? Are you advertising that you have pickup options or curbside delivery or that you aren't allowing people in the lobby for deliveries? You know, all of these things can be in there, um, you know, and, and will help your business because you really don't want to create that uh, disappointment when people go to your site or go to your store in a post-COVID world and you're not allowed in or you're not allowed, you're not adequately conveying those, you know, unique messagings that you have to do right now. In terms of PR though, there's a lot of companies doing a lot of great work right now. And it's sometimes getting buried because they feel that it, they feel I, I, they're too modest, I would say, to say that they've sent, you know, uh, donated money to nurses in New York City or um, done something extraordinary in the community to help raise food. Um, all of these things, though, are great PR events and not to boast about it, but you can actually put it out into the media and get recognition for your name and be someone who that is providing something of value in a time of crisis. So now I'm going to interject Michael Graham's rule of self-promotion. The only self-promotion worth doing is shameless self-promotion. <laughs> because the media pipelines are so full, even now, I mean, what's the media pipeline full? It's full of coronavirus news, you know, so that you're, you're, you're competing with that news. And so if you're going to do something related to the coronavirus, like a, a PR event or, you know, make uh, donations, have a blood drive with your employees, whatever you do, that's great. That's a good thing to do. But if nobody knows you did it, you did a good thing and you didn't uh, do well while doing good, which is the goal. So you've got, you cannot be modest. Do you not agree, Linda? You've got to, yes, here we're doing this. And yes, we want you to know we're doing it. And here is our name of the people who are doing it. Here's a picture of our logo as we stand there doing it. Because if you don't, nobody will know that it happened. Exactly. And what's happening now is since a lot of companies have either halted their marketing efforts or they've They've, you know, like I said, they're running on like a cylinder or so. It's it's a great time to get those messages out there because they'll stand, you know, 
they'll they'll stand strong. I mean, there's a lot of news out there on COVID, and and I think everybody's preoccupied with a lot of that. But if you can keep your company messaging out there, you know, it'll be instrumental in your in your in you overcoming this once things start to turn around. And if you're trying to use earned media as a substitution for your paid marketing, which is absolutely fine, political candidates do it all the time. Uh, you've got to remember that the press is going to cover the things that they think their readers will read and click on and et cetera. They've got their their slipstream. And the reason we're in this position is because coronavirus is the big news story elephant that's just stomping through the media. Everything is related to, to uh, coronavirus. And so one of my suggestions for my political candidates, uh, Linda and Rob, was always ride the elephant. You, it's almost impossible to get people to pay attention to something totally random just because it's important to you. But if you can somehow get what you what's important to you on that elephant, if you can make a connection, if you can show how what you're doing relates to COVID, coronavirus, et cetera, then you can, you know, the media will pay attention because you're on the elephant. That's the only thing they're going to write about is the elephant. And I, the times I've talked to people who've tried it, why isn't the report press covering this important issue of the debt or whatever? I'm like, well, because it's not interesting, and there's a million, <laughs> there's this other huge st- story to cover, and so right. if, if you're going to get that free media in the coronavirus era, you've really got to understand what coronavirus is doing to the media coverage. Yeah, no, I think I think definitely when we're talking about earned media, there's an opportunity for earned media during times like this for sure. I it, and it does depend on what you're trying to convey. You know, with companies that have done good during this COVID crisis. Um, that's the type of thing that you do want to talk about. I mean, we have comp- companies are out there donating, you know, like a billion dollars toward um, a vaccine or millions of masks um, to help anyone in need and and so on and so forth. And, and those are the types of things that you really should talk about because people will remember that when we do come out of this. The other thing to remember about all that is it because they're somewhat overwhelmed in the newsrooms right now, you can't expect to send an email uh, to the newsroom and automatically it's going to get covered. It's a, it takes a full-on, full-core press effort to reach out to the people you know in the newsroom and establish a relationship and really pitch and sell that story. Because it's, like you said, there's so many other stories going on that they need to have um, help in, in, in seeing that uh, story through their own filters. And then the other thing to keep in mind is that the news industry itself is suffering like everyone else, and there have been uh, layoffs and furloughs. True. And just the number of newspapers yes. and media outlets that are available has shrunk. And so that's why you've got to think about social media, where a lot of people are getting their news and, and, and bypassing the traditional news uh, outlets. But Rob, I want to ask about something else. You have a recommendation when it comes to social media and uh, self-promotion and earned media marketing. Quote, be careful what you share. What do you mean by that? And does this have anything to do with those embarrassing photos that somehow mysteriously ended up <laughs> on my Facebook feed promoted out to all my friends? Which, by the no, way, this... the number one comment I get is, I can't believe Rob is still wearing tidy whities I don't know what that means, exactly. but for some reason they keep saying it. Uh, you know, it's the most it's the most viewed post on mine, too. Michael. <laughs> I don't understand it either. But so, you know, so here's an example of a poor marketing strategy in the COVID-19 crisis. A yoga studio in Delta, um, uh, British Columbia, was shut down in March. Because the facility wasn't following social distancing. Not only that, but they sent out a newsletter claiming that hot yoga can prevent getting COVID-19. 
So, you know, here's an example of somebody who put something out that was obviously incorrect. Um, and, you know, it got the attention of authorities who shut it down. There's a great case going on in Maine right now where uh, a restaurant owner has basically said that he's not going to abide by the state's regulations on shutting them down. And he's decided to open up. Right. Well, the state pulled his liquor license. The state pulled his food license. Um, and so it really turned into quite a big deal. So make sure that what you're promoting is not going to get you in trouble in in a very um, you know, COVID uh, conscious world. Linda, is there any new data to suggest when the best time to post on social media during the COVID lockdown would be? Yes. So before all of this has happened, um, we had found that the best time is really Wednesday from like 11 a.m. Um, and 1 to 2 p.m. were really the best times to, po uh, to post on Facebook. And Wednesday, just sort of as a as a whole, was a peak day overall, and we know and we know why. Well, today we're in a situation where we're not even sure what day of the week it is. So <laughs> um, we're finding that you know the best times to post on Facebook are really like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday between like ten and eleven a.m. And for LinkedIn, maybe Wednesday around three, Thursday like nine to ten, and Fridays from eleven a.m. to noon. So that's what we're finding. So there has been some changes, and it's probably a lot to do with people that are working from home. You know, they're having run-on days and nights. Um, but this this seems to be consistent now. I know what day it is because I live by a hard and fast rule that I only drink on a day that ends in Y, and I'm confident that it is that day. So there you have it. The case of how to come out of the COVID slump and give yourself a marketing COVID comeback. The case has been made for now, and it's time for you to give your verdict. Let us know your thoughts at mill.agency forward slash verdict, or slide into our DMs on Twitter at Mill Agency. We will read the best ones on an upcoming episode. Make sure you never miss a mystery by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or your podcatcher of choice. For Rob and Linda, I am Michael Graham. We will see you next time. Until then, the case is closed. <laughs>